and we are live. So, hey, 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 hey. all right, let me stop before we get copyrighted. <laughs> okay, okay. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Two Queer Kings, a podcast dedicated to members of our community, queer and non queer alike, calling them to come out from the darkness and be their true, authentic selves without fear of judgment. We discuss a variety of topics from mental health to music to relationships and more. My name is Don Stone. I am your host and co-founder. And I'm Nasir 19 on you, and I'm also your host and co-founder. Thank you for being here. Yes, we want to thank everyone for being here. And we kind of just want to get into why we're doing this podcast, what all it's going to entail, you know. Um, so yeah, why we're here. And I'm going to let Nasir start with the queer space. So me personally, um, I wanted to create a space for queer and even non-queer people um, to be their authentic selves. Um, I feel like I also want to create a space for people who look like me. Um, I think the media's representation of LGBTQ plus people, the mm. alphabet crew, um, <laughs> that's what they alphabet, so many letters, god damn. But <laughs> The Alphabet Crew, um, I wanted to create a space for them uh, that don't look like me. Um, basically, I think the media, we have they have a portrayal of like the porn star, the super hot smoking model, or someone who is like the, the pinnacle of masculinity. Right. And I'm not that person. So um, I want to create a space where people like me Mm -hmm. um can just be here and be happy and thrive and we are going to cover a variety of issues from mental health to music and a lot of different things uh, relationships a lot of different topics and how mm -hmm. you know that affects our community and hopefully this space can be a bridge for non-queer people to you know take a peek into our world and right. see what's really going on right so, yeah what about you what about you stone why did yeah. you well, me personally, um, I want a positive outlet. Uh, idle hands yes. at the shop, so I want to keep busy. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I also, I'm, I'm tired of sitting in silence when I know there's a platform that I can be heard on and listen to and make a positive impact on people's lives so that they can in turn make positive impacts on other people's lives and the cycle will continue. Um, I love to talk. I'm a big talker, so you know you and I talk all the time. And I see her, so yeah, you know. we always talk. So we're like, why not? Why not? Right, we're gonna, we talk anyway, shit. And then we and then we actually talk a lot of shit as well. So warning, audience, we love shit talking, and we're here for that too. <laughs> um, but uh, then the last one, the last one. I also I really want to become more comfortable with talking and being myself in front of people without fear of judgment. Authenticity. Absolutely. And um, I'm going to say this without fear of crap, because that's mm -hmm. the main thing that I want to push here. Criticism, rejection, abandonment, and punishment. We all are not our authentic and true selves based upon the fear of those things. And if we can eradicate that mm -hmm. from ourselves, the possibilities are endless for us. And so I just want to be able to uh, get that message across as, as far as I can, reach as far as and reach as many people and as far as I can um, with the time we have here and what we, with what we do here. 
Uh, so I think that pretty much covers. We just want to have fun, talk shit, be real, be messy. Right. I mean, what? Messiness is um, it's controversial, but it's conversational too. Yeah, you know. Right. And yeah. So, um, what are we talking about today? So today we're going to be talking about the struggles of being queer. Um, you know, I'm going to just tell my, my personal story about the struggle of being queer. Um, I hope I don't go too far in depth and then regret some things I've said, but you know, it's, it's whatever. And then, you know, if you would like to hear you share what you would, you know, share your thoughts on the struggles of being queer. I have questions in between. Cause I, I know your story. I know your story, but you know, they don't know your story. So yeah. I mean, we don't have any viewers at this time, but you know, if, but if, <laughs> if anybody if anybody <laughs> viewers, viewers, period. <laughs> people act like it's a show. It, you you don't know why, bitch? Because it is. It's a show. Yeah. It's a show. Okay. So, um, the struggles of being. I'm going to start with being in the church and all. I mean, I was raised in the church. That was one of the very first places I went as soon as I came out of the womb, you know? Mm-hmm. And so all my life, all my childhood life, being raised in the church to know what sin is and to know how God looks, you know, frowns upon sin. Mm-hmm. And um, then to come into myself and understand that I am the epitome of sin. It was just yeah, like- They only frown the sins they won't. They they right. want to be frowned upon. They don't frown right. upon. Y'all bitches drinking. Y'all bitches are boring. Y'all be. Let me stop. But Come y'all on. bitches. Come on, wait. In the cycle of music, y'all bitches having premarital sex. Uh-huh. And again, this is. And y'all can ask for forgiveness, but you, you know. Can't, uh, you can't stop talking about people. Unforgivable. Right. But a sin is a sin is a sin is a sin. You know, and that's something mm-hmm. that I found out later on in life. Because now, of course, clearly, two queer kings were, were much more comfortable with ourselves now than we were might have been in childhood. But at the same yeah. time, I went through a lot, not only with my family and the church, and because there was a there was a whole relationship with God there that had to be addressed as well. You know, I remember crying at the age of twelve years old, sobbing in my room because I thought that God w- would not love me for who I was. My uncle came in, he said, "I Isaiah, God will always love you." But at the same time, a 12-year-old, that's so sad. I'm sorry you had to feel that way. And it, so many people that go through so many like similar experiences. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and, and, and like I said, that's why we're here to let people know that they're not alone. And uh mm-hmm. we want to we want to make it so that you feel that. Hello. Bitch, what? He froze. Oh, you okay. Froze, bro. You I'm, back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Where did I stop? <laughs> you said that's why we're here. You wanted to create a space. Um. Why did you freeze? I don't know. I don't know why I froze. I don't know why I froze. Wow. But it's okay. We're back. Wanna let us be great. <laughs> we still live, bitch. <laughs> no technical difficulties here. Um, but so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So family, the church, you know, mm-hmm. oh, then now my grandmother, since I was raised by my grandmothers, my grandmother and her mom. So my great grandma, they raised me, you know, they were very, um, strict when it came to the scripture and how to live, you know, so they lived blameless lives, what they could, from, from what they could tell 
in front of the Lord. And that's just the example they set for me. Real nice example, honey. Mm -hmm. But being queer, I found it hard to follow it because it's like if God tells me that I can't do this and I found that this is who I am, then me and God got a problem. Me and God got a real problem. And um, mm -hmm. over the years, you know, I've had my issues with God and everything, my, my relationship or whatever you want to call it. And we still yeah. have one, but that's not that's not the main the main focus. The, the struggles of being queer. That's that's where I am. I can move on to some some other struggles of being queer. School. When we get to school later on in life, elementary, middle, and high school. There's always a clear difference. Um, there's an obvious mm -hmm. difference between queer boys and straight. Mm -hmm. You know, and and uh, we we may switch our. We may smack our tooth a little different or roll our eyes or whatever it is that we do that or did that would have um, separated us from what is considered to be the norm. In society. You know what, not to interrupt you, but you know what I did to like avoid to try to avoid that as much as possible. What? I would just be quiet. I literally would just be silent in school a lot of the times. Um, because if no, if you're quiet, no one can really understand or know who you are. So definitely mm -hmm. whenever I'm in a space that I don't know if it's safe, I'm definitely like a fly on the wall. Like, right. But yeah, definitely. I'm sorry. You could get to me. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. No, 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 no. Um, and many times I've done, I did that myself in my younger years. Um, Turn to stoicism. Oh, if 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 I'm just if I'm stoic, they won't they won't they won't find me out. You know, mm -hmm. if if I don't talk, then they won't hear the lisp in my tongue or whatever. Seriously, the lisp. Yes. Yeah. What did the lips sound? What did the lips sound like? What did the lips sound like? I'm not saying that it was an actual lisp. What I'm saying is that we talk different. We, the we talk different. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And uh, they can tell that it's not like we're speaking the lingo, my nigga. So, <laughs> but at the same time, over the years, I've learned now to code switch. I can code switch if I walk into a group of niggas, and when I say niggas, I mean you know masculine African American men. Um, presumably straight men, mm -hmm. right, and possibly thuggish in comportment. Um, I'm able to chameleon. You know, I can get in there. I think you learn that. Yeah. I think you learn that as black people. You learn the cold switch between being black and uh, being professional. I don't even know yeah. why you want to compare yeah. those two, but you have to. You have to when my when my mother would she used to be on the phone mm -hmm. and um and I don't I don't necessarily remember where we got it from but we would always say oh she got her white people voice on and and then when I got to middle school because I mean no when I got to a public school when I went to elementary school I went to a public school so I transitioned from private to public I wrote in cursive and I spoke very fluently. Mm -hmm. I was proper. And uh, mm -hmm. when I got there, those children, they were, I mean, they were using profanity and, and <laughs> they, were talking like they were adults, you know, and uh, I would, I was, I would open my mouth to speak and they would say, why are you talking white? <laughs> 
And I'll yeah. be like, wow, oh my goodness. So um, with that being said, yeah, code switches is definitely something that's a learned behavior mm-hmm. that a lot of queer African-American men specifically learn how to do out of fear of crap, criticism, rejection, abandonment, and punishment. Yeah, and it's really like a protective thing. Um, Cause you know, some people would want to harm you, like mm-hmm. literally physically beat you up if you're yep. gay or not. And stuff I mean, like that, that. that even goes into the homes of some people. You know, some yeah. people, their relationships with their parents are broken or non-existent because of their family's inability or their parents' inability to accept who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because people, whole human beings, will live through their entire lives without being true and authentic to themselves out of That's fear. Sad. That's sad. That's That's sad. That's why we're here, honey. <laughs> That's why we are here to let people know that it's it's perfectly fucking fine to be yourself and whoever can accept it, let them go. Mm-hmm. And like me personally, I um, you know, my voice has always been uh a topic of discussion, everyone always called me ma'am, or like, why you talk like that? You sound like a girl. Why you sound like a girl? Right. Stuff like that. So a lot of times, like, I would like try to, one, I wouldn't speak to try to avoid that, but a lot of times I would deepen my voice. Like, I would say, hey, yo, bro, like, da, 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 da. I would speak with a lower infliction. Um, just right, even starting lo- using the lingo and all. Yeah, like, nah, bro, chill, chill, bro. Hey, yo, bro. Hey, yo, bro. Hey, yo, bro. Yeah, like all that kind of stuff. And for me personally, like, all that just came to a boil. Um, like, my junior or senior year of college. And I was just mm-hmm. like, why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? Right. Who am I doing it for? The people who aren't doing anything for me, the people who are ridiculing me for being who I am, that's who I'm doing it for? That's who I'm doing it for. But the- that's when you make a decision, I do it for me. Mm-hmm. I do it for me. Because no one else is gonna do it for you. Mm-hmm. No one else is going to be your true authentic self for you, but you. And we're not saying, you guys out there, we're not saying that it's easy by any means because it's not fucking easy to step mm-hmm. into yourself. It's not. A lot of the times you're going to be, you're going to lose a lot of people because you've been not being yourself for people, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and then when they walk away, you know, you're going to question whether or not you've done the right thing, but you have, you have. Because it, it, it's really, it's for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, any more struggles of being queer? And I see, I don't want to make sure, I don't, I know we're, we're kind of staying on topic, but I want to make sure that we're staying on topic. Well, you know, like, uh, definitely um, something that I like, because I went to my therapist, I wrote like a whole bunch of down, uh, like a whole bunch of different notes. And I like, love, I love my therapist, by the way. If you, uh, <laughs> I'm going to speak about it. I don't know if you, your, your experience is similar, but like loneliness. I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a lot of loneliness, especially if you like, um, especially if you're like the only queer person in your Mm -hmm. area or you don't really have a, uh, a huge, uh, community or support system for queer people Mm -hmm. people alone. Like, Mm -hmm. um, even to this day, you know, 
Um, I'm glad I have the queer friends that I do now mm -hmm. because I often go to y'all for support. But outside of y'all three, I mean, I really don't know too many people. Um, and I think that when I hate when people say if it's a choice or not, because like who wants no choice? Who would choose hardship? Who want exactly? I exactly exactly who would choose like, hardship. I you can't go to the prom with a uh, somebody I like because I don't want nobody to know or, you know, like even just finding like people to date and stuff like that. That's yeah. just like extremely hard, especially in the uh, area I'm in. And oh, okay. It's just like, no, like I would, I would never go through this. So I think loneliness is a thing that I, I think a lot of queer people face that I don't know if we talk about it as much. Um, I want to go deeper into this loneliness thing with you mm -hmm. as it concerns the queer community. So when we're queer, you know, as children, oftentimes our parents know, but even if they don't know, if we've managed to mask it all the way up into adulthood, when they do find out, and not just parents, but caregivers, people who are supposed to love us, people who we know, and our family members, anybody who we esteem highly, anybody who we love, when they reject us because of who we are, what that does is makes us go and try to find the love in other people. So we automatically try to live from the outside in, okay? Mm -hmm. When you get from the outside in and you try to get this love from all of these other people because you've been rejected where you weren't supposed to be rejected, mm -hmm. it causes loneliness because mm -hmm. all of those relationships that you are trying to build are one, can, can be one-sided. So not all of them, but some of those relationships, and I'm going to say the majority of them simply because you're approaching it from a love me standpoint. Not a, I'm worthy. I just want you to love me. I just right. want you to like me. Not a, I'm worthy of love standpoint. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you approach situations like love me, love me, love me, mm -hmm. that's when you're opening yourself up to all of this kind of rejection, vulnerability, hurt, um, even more fear of crap, criticism, rejection, abandonment, punishment, because the people who you're attaching yourself to are automatically going to be just like the people who've rejected you in the past. Mm -hmm. That's a lot where the that's where the loneliness comes in, and it's our responsibility as queer and non-queer alike to make sure that we take responsibility for our lives and um, and, and manifest ourselves as whole human beings, so that we don't have to worry about um, acting out of fear of crap. Because when you act out of fear of crap, you're not you're not living your most authentic and true life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, don't we, yeah, loneliness. I, I'm I'm down with you on the loneliness as a struggle, um, struggle of being queer. Yeah, most definitely. I definitely think like one. That's like one of the huge things. But something that I also put into is like, um, I think a lot of people like with queer like queer people. Um, and of course, I don't. I can't speak for everyone because mm -hmm. my queer experience. Mm -hmm. The whole thing was very. It's very interesting how how my experience was. Um, but you know, um, you definitely have to. You might be effed up in the head. Like you, it's a possibility that you know you develop mommy issues or daddy oh. 
issues. Or daddy issues. Come on, talk about it. That's or what Going back to the loneliness. We can't even fathom how lonely we were as well, I'm, I don't want to say every all queer people or every queer person. Yeah, because you know a lot our experience, a lot of people's experiences are different. Like for example, my experience, I wasn't never kicked out or anything like that, yeah. and I was never. Uh, after a while, I, people are starting to come over. Of course, my whole family might not be the most accepting of mm -hmm. it, but um, you know, I still have a family to go to if mm -hmm. need be. But, absolutely. absolutely. And uh, a lot of you out there, hey, if that's a family that's not your blood, that's okay. I was watching Oprah and Yamla the other day. And a lot of things that we struggle with in the African African American community specifically is that's my, I'm your blood. I'm your blood. I'm your blood. That's so trash. And, and, what is, and what is blood? What is blood when you're a shit human being? You know what I'm saying? What is blood? Nothing. Because you're not going, your your shittiness as a human being is not going to come into my life and shit on my parade. No, mm -hmm. no, 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 no. I'm going to be a whole human being, and I'm not going to let any other human being interfere with my wholeness, blood or not. If you if you're my blood and you want a good relationship with me, mm -hmm. become whole. Yeah, and it's just like you know. Um... A lot of our, us queer people, we have to, or some queer people, they have to uh, create chosen families, you know? Yeah. They Hence families. the houses. Hence the houses. Houses, like, you know, the ballroom scene with, you know, mm -hmm. different houses, and then you have a house mother and a house father. And, um, and you know, a lot, in the community, a lot of people say, that's my gay mom or that's my mm -hmm. gay dad. Mm -hmm. and so, um, and that's out of a necessity because, you know, a lot of people's families are not really here for them like mm -hmm. that. And so, or they ask them, or they're here for them, but they ask them to be a uh, a shell of themselves. Don't, don't, don't bring that gay shit around me or, you know, uh, I don't have no problem, but don't say anything to me and this is my house and blase, blase. Um, and so I think, I think the way in which queer people always have to think about relationships, um, whether it's friends, family, um, that's, that's always, uh, a, a thing, I think, mm -hmm. um, not be fear of not being heard. Yeah. Or just like more so like trust. Trusting that this person can, you know, accept me mm -hmm. for who I am, mm -hmm. and vice versa. I know with me personally, I'm very. I like to gauge people out. Yeah, you have to. I even just before I even disclose to them that you have I'm queer. You have to. You never know. People are really evil. Mm -hmm. They're really mean. They are. They can be. Mm -hmm. And not often. You don't always have to give people the benefit of the doubt either, especially if you have reason to believe that they're. A predator, and when I say a predator, I mean an emotional predator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there are so many things that I want that I that I think about saying that I need to start fucking writing them down. Um, damn, you guys, I'm just gonna say, audience, this happens a lot. I smoke a lot of weed, and I've I, my train of thought gets missed. 
So just get, you know, prepare because I might have some shit I want to say in two seconds later, especially if Nasir continues to speak, I'm done. I'm not going to know anything. Because I'm also trying to, I'm also trying to focus on what he's saying, but I, I, I want to, I, I want to keep what I have in my mind as well, but that's not feasible. Well, yeah, I think the struggles that a lot of us face. It came back to me. Can I say it? Mm-hmm the trust as far as the trust is concerned mm-hmm. we have to learn to trust humanity because any trust issues that we have whether they stem from our mama our daddy our aunt our uncle our sister our brother we can't we can't use those traumas mm-hmm as a parallel to the world because everyone is not mm-hmm. like that everyone is not going to betray you most people actually understand and really don't care. <laughs> but no, no, a lot of people don't care. But I'm saying most, the majority of people understand and reciprocate love for what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what it is is that we're just operating from that outside in, believing old, um, excuse me, having old broken belief systems, operating from those belief systems, and attracting what we don't desire. Because that's just what we, it's learned behavior. You know, I'm not worthy of love. So you don't have to love me. So anybody in my life who comes, who you know, who I build a relationship with, I teach them that you don't have to love me because I don't think that I'm worthy of it. In order to trust humanity, we have to be able to trust ourselves. When we trust ourselves, we know, we know what we're, what we're worth. We, we, we understand that I'm worthy of love. Mm-hmm. And anyone who comes into my realm or anyone who I decide to build a relationship with is going to operate from that same belief system. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and that that's going to build trust because then when someone betrays us, it's not, oh, my God, you're so bad. You're so bad. You're so bad. No, you, 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 you. Mm-hmm. We understand that it's not love to ask something of someone that they're not capable of. You're not capable of loving me the way that I understand that I know I am, I'm worthy of being loved. I'm not going to ask that of you, beloved. Mm-hmm. Go on about your way. And the universe has just given me an experience to know you and given you an experience to grow. Mm-hmm. I know that's why you better preach. So, preach. Um, yeah, with all of that being said, it's just. That those trust issues that we have in, in the queer community, all of this can be healed with love and trust. But it, you have to do the work. You got to be willing to actually want to change. Absolutely. Actually want to communicate and actually want to be open. Talk okay. about it. And that's where, and can, I, can I just touch on narcissism a little bit? I'm not going to go in. Yes. Bitch. But I have to talk on it because mm-hmm. it because it, it's gonna piggyback off of your about off of your trust issue statement. Mm-hmm. We have these trust issues because there's so much narcissism, it's fucking running rampant. And now it's to a point where it's all it's it's glorified, it's worship, mm-hmm. it's it's um push. Like, what do you mean? Uh, okay, okay. For example, mm-hmm. social media in itself is mm-hmm. is a form of pushing the agenda of narcissism. I mean, the mm-hmm. very content. Mm-hmm. 
uh, we post, we post, we post, we post. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post my life so that you can envy it. I'm gonna post my life so that you can envy it's it. It's a highlight. It. It's a highlight reel. It's basically Absolutely. all the good moments and someone. Yeah. Like, and it's not real. It's not real. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. So it's, it's, it's narcissism is the exact opposite of the foundation upon which we stand, which is true and authenticity. Mm -hmm. So that that it, it's just being. I mean. People now, since it's being pushed, they're using it in their lives. They're using it as a crutch. They're using, oh, I don't have to get any better because this is, everyone's like this. Everybody does this. You know, everybody cheats on their significant other. Nobody has feelings. Nobody cares for anybody else. Mm -hmm. um, and you just have to, you have to be vigilant of the narcissist. And trust me, honey, we're going to have plenty of talks because I can't, you know, my research we talk about narcissism. My research yeah. is deep. So at least one segment, bitch. Just give me one segment. Just one. Have one segment. One just episode, one honey. One. I'm gonna go in. The show now five years about narcissism, please. But it, I mean, it even goes deeper than narcissism. We're talking about all those borderline uh, personality disorders, socio sociopaths, psychopaths, and they're all they all come in the form of light. Just like and I, I, I will say, we are not mental health professionals. So before, just as oh, a disclaimer, before right. um, you come to us for mental health support, we are not. Please check your local provider uh, um, and go from there. I'm a doctor. I'm going to tell you. I he's not a doctor. So I'm going to tell you. I got all of my information. Melanie Tania Evans, Thriver TV. She's up on YouTube. She's been my um, narcissistic abuse recovery specialist for the last three years and she is amazing. She's Australian, so she has a, a, um, a accent, but she's great. I fucking love her, love her. I see we have one viewer out there. I just want to say hi and thanks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know who the one viewer is, but hi. Hey, <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got one, but this is this has just been, so true and so so real and last thing one of the last things i want to say is i just want to touch back on that trust mm -hmm. we have to in order to trust humanity we have to trust ourselves and trust ourselves that we love ourselves and that we know that we're worthy of love so anybody that renders anybody who wants to come across and hurt us or wants to you know uh use us for supply or gain or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. when we see those predators coming and we assess that behavior we're able to trust ourselves and say, you know, hey, I see that this person uh, has the potential and inclination to be uh, an, an emotional predator, and I'm not going to subject myself to this. You know, you can cut your ties early, but even if you don't cut your ties early and you, you know, you begin to love this person, whether it be intimate or platonic or friendly or professional, even if you do begin to love this person or begin to build, build feelings for this person, once they betray you, Mm -hmm. You know, um, and then show no remorse for it. You're able to walk away in peace and understand that it's just the universe giving everybody an opportunity to grow. Me, an opportunity to continue to say no to things that are not tolerable for me. And that other person to understand that not everyone is going to put up with your bullshit. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, trust and love will heal it all. But everyone's not going to trust and love. And that's why two queer Kings is in effect because mm -hmm. we need to understand how to be our authentic and true selves, regardless of the world around us, mm -hmm. regardless of who's watching, regardless of who's listening, regardless of the haters, 
Mm-hmm. Bye, haters. I see you or you see me. So um let's switch topics. Let's go into a topic. I feel like we give in enough energy to the main one. So what, are, what what have you been listening to lately? Or well, what, uh, what is a uh, about oh my god, what happened? If you don't turn that down. I'm so sorry. The real ghetto. Pilot episode. This bitch phone go off. I need to do not disturb. Wow. Okay. What's some things? What happened? Let me tell you, huh? Let me tell you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, I'm. I've been listening to a lot of sad sap shit, and that's just you know that's because I've been going through some some things emotionally um, with a significant other, but mm-hmm. the music is good. So for instance, an album from 2007, bitch. Ooh. Keisha Cole, Just Like You. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? I was listening to that stuff, I was like, this bitch was singing in 07. What? <laughs> what? Keisha so, Cole yeah. can do some heartbreak, bitch. Uh-huh. We'll say that again. I said Keisha Cole can get you through some heartbreak, bitch. I ain't know. I ain't know until um today. I was listening to I'm, that. I'm, this is I'm just imagining you sitting in your oh, home honey. Sobbing. Oh sorry. I mean sobbing so hard that I'm coughing because I can't keep my breath. <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> sobbing, yeah. But you know, it's it, it's all good. Look, it's all in the left. No laughing, bitch. Heartbreak is gonna find you, ho. Well, I, I don't want to curse you or nothing, but it's inevitable. It happens. I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, I really do not want to experience heartbreak because the way you talk about it, I don't want like somebody stabbing you. It is. It, it's worse. It's it's almost like you're dying, but you won't die. Yeah. You are dying, but you will not cease to exist. Why would I want to be in love? That sounds great. Because the in love, the feeling of being in love is really, really good. That's that's totally different. The feeling of it, that is like, oh, butterflies and unicorns and rainbows and chocolate candy. That's amazing. But the aftermath, especially if you're with someone who who's you know. Yeah. But um what what's the topic? What you just what you've been listening to. Oh, listen to, yeah, listen to. Oh, okay. no, so what what's, what's What's something that you've been copying? What's something that you've been dropping? On Wait top? a minute. Now, the mu- I wasn't finished with the music yet. Oh, yeah. I had um, Sam Smith. I've been listening to Diamonds. Um, I'm actually going to be singing it shortly. Diamonds, the acoustic version and the pop version. Amazing. And then you, y'all know he just, he just dropped an album like yesterday, so go copy yeah. that. A lot of people dropped music this past uh, Friday. Um, what did you say the um the record label was? Um, so Sam Smith is signed to uh, Capitol Records, which is under the big uh, label, which is a sub label of the it's big sub- label, okay. Universal Music Group. So, so all uh, the- Ariana Grande, who's also under Republic, which is mm-hmm. also under Universal Music Group. Mm-hmm. And Queen Nigel, who is under Capital, um, they all dropped yesterday. So a lot of quality music. I would say you should check uh, Queen Nigel's album out. 
Yeah. I will. She that girl who sing butterflies, ain't she? Yeah. Let me. Okay, Nasir, I need a real quick GB. Um, can I put like? Can I do like that, that? Um, can I put us on like that commercial thing real fast? And I before I come, so I can do that. Yeah. Okay, hold on one second, cause, bitch, I didn't know we was gonna be talking like this for a minute. Yeah. I thought, All right, all right everybody, give me thirty seconds. I'll be right back. Okay. 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 Not even thirty seconds. Okay. Maybe, maybe thirty seconds. Okay. All right. Bye. Hey, I'm still here. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I didn't have enough time. That wasn't enough time. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's a way you can increase the time, but uh, I don't know if there's a way you can increase the time. Okay. I will check. In five seconds. Oh. People, Nasia. Huh? Talk to the people. Hi, people. Um. So yeah, what's been going on with y'all for real? Um, I've really been liking Ariana Grande's album. I did not know that she was that kinky. She is so kinky. I did not know she was that kinky. Oh my God. Who, Ariana? Yes. I haven't listened to the album yet. Oh, it's some so good. It's some good stuff up here. It's kind of like a um to me, it's kind of similar to sweetener. It's like a mixture of sweetener and thank you next. So it's just like a, it's like a, a meshing of both albums into one. But it's a good album. But yeah, do y'all like my fight the power? Fight the power. Fight the power. Do y'all like my fight the power? Um Hi everybody. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to a podcast dedicated to the members of our community, queer and non-queer alike. Um, so yeah, other than I was just talking about how we recently were um uh, how I was listening to Ariana Grande. Um Queen Naja, she's been having some really good like visuals to her music. Like I really what you think? I don't really know much about her. Really? No. Yeah. She, you know, my celebrities, I follow my celebrities, and then that's about it. If you don't fall, you know, in that compartment. I love everybody. I love everybody. So let me tell you who I, you know, these are my people right here. I love me some, uh, I love me some Quavo, Wanna, Lil Baby, um, I love me some, and and they're all over the place too. Mm -hmm. B, of course. Um, mm -hmm. I love Saweetie now. I love her. She is giving me life. Um, Lana Del Rey. Ain't, ain't, nigga. It's somebody. Ain't, um, nigga. What? What? 
Yeah. Um, Alana Del Rey, I love her. I love her. I love her. She's my life. Alana Del Rey sounds like she's dying. She's, she seems like she's dying. You know, really she, can, she can drag me right on to hell. <laughs> oh, my God. I love her. I love her. Who else? Um, Mulatto is, I like her. You know, I'm not following Big her. Lotto. Big remix. Big Lotto. Big, Big Lotto. remix. Big <laughs> remix. I throw that in back to see if he gonna catch it. So, anyway, we. I feel like we're gonna get copyright strike, bitch. They were like, oh. we're not. We're not. We heard, like, we already gave him credit and everything. That's their song. Mm -hmm. But. Furthermore, I feel like we're just going on a tangent now, and I see it. The, the, okay. the, the, well, let's wrap it up. We're gonna. We need to wrap it up. The, the The topic was struggles of being queer. Of course, we did what you're listening to. Um, that's something that we want to try to do all the time. What you're listening to now, and um, Nasir, did, which Nasir didn't share, but he will. And then we also did um, drop you gonna cop. And I, like I said, we got. I, I'm gonna cop Sam Smith's album. Um, Ariana Grande, everybody go cop Ari. She I'm gonna cop that too. I'm gonna cop that too. Really I'm, I'm gonna tell everybody to cop. Um, y'all go ahead and listen to that Keisha Cole album, honey. <laughs> <laughs> what album was it? Oh, just like you. The album is just like you. Keisha Cole's better. Honey, oh, yes. I was in that. This I was like, I love R&B music. So yeah. So she was good. Um, you know, and I'll recommend music from the past. I recommend music from the way, way past 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Like, I love music. So it's just, hey, y'all follow me on um, Twitter and Instagram. My Twitter is different from my Instagram. That's underscore S-T-I-Z-Z -Z underscore Stiz. Um, so that's underscore Stiz underscore. And then Instagram is dstone2k20, of course. That's at the bottom of the screen. And you can follow me, of course, at Nasir19 on you on IG, N-A-S-I-R. One nine O N U at I G, and then you can follow me on Twitter at N A S I R C nine Nasir C nine on Twitter. So yeah, keep us updated. If you end up seeing this, show share some comments and like, subscribe. Um, you know, get our engagement up, you know, and stuff like that. Do I follow you on Twitter, bitch? I don't know. Do you? Because I'm Twitter. I'm on Twitter all day. Let me see. Do you follow me on Twitter? What's your Twitter name? Underscore S T I Z Z underscore. Underscore S T I. Yeah. D Stone, bitch. D Stone, bitch. Yeah. Show him again. Show him again. Damn. Look who that. Who, who nigga is that? I'm actually a single man, so I'm out. I'm, no, you're I'm, not. No, I'm you're not. Thank you so much for listening to us. Oh my <laughs> god, this was awesome! I can't wait to like do more. I'm just excited. For I'm very excited. I'm, I'm very excited. excited. I'm gonna tell the audience, you guys. I'm already feeling more authentic and true to myself just mm -hmm. being here, just being in this fucking space. Like, so I want everybody, I want every fucking buddy who feels like they don't have a space to come to, please come out of the darkness. Be your true, authentic self with two queer kings. 
Yes, yes. All right, thank y'all so much, and please be safe and um, you know, right. fine. Like, comment, right. subscribe. All right. right. Comment, 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 and motherfucking shit. Like, 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 comment, 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 comment. Subscribe. Okay. Oh, subscribe too. Subscribe. All right. Well, I'll talk to y'all later. Thank you so much, Isaiah. I had so much fun. I did. I had a lot of fun. Loads of fun. And now we're just going to push it. We're going to shove it down the fucking throats. Two queer kings. Two queer kings. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye, you guys. We'll see y'all on um, all the social media. Follow me on Twitter because that's where I'm about to be. Bye.